This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman, your host of Let's Ride, your Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning podcast right here on the Steel Curtain Network, which is a part of the Fans First Sports Network. You know this by now. And it's Friday morning. I am recording this on Friday morning. The Steelers lose on Thursday night, and we're about ready to dive into another Winners and Losers podcast for the second time this week. And we've done this already once, but we didn't have the same outcome on Thursday night. And it's got a really, really, really dangerous vibe to it. Not my show, the the Steelers team. We're going to talk about that. But I, last night, I could have recorded this podcast. We finished up the postgame show, and I had some energy left. And I was like, you know what? Should I just hit record? Should I just start going off? And said, no, I wanted to sleep on it. I wanted to sleep on it. And so I decided I, what I was going to do is I was going to record in the morning. So, of course, woke up this morning and... Well, I had a lot of thoughts going through my head. I'm sure you did too. I'm sure that anyone listening to this podcast, because I know there's a lot of people that are probably just like, man, I don't want to hear anything about this team from anyone, not Jeff, not anyone. Okay, that's understandable. Maybe you'll catch this on Monday, or maybe you'll catch it on over the weekend when you maybe let things digest a little bit. But nonetheless, for those of you that are listening, my diehard ride or die crew, I had a lot of thoughts come through my head. We will get to all that. We'll actually do a heart-to-heart. I won't forget this week at the very end of the show, and we'll definitely dive into the winners and losers. Uh, Very similar to last week in terms of not a lot of winners and a ton of losers in this contest. But nonetheless, Steelers lose 21-18. to And let's talk about the injury news as we always do. Alex Highsmith left the game with an apparent neck injury. 
Mike Tomlin did not go into any type of description as to what kind of injury that was and no idea what the timetable is. Maybe we'll get some news on that over the weekend or not, but it wasn't in case you missed the game or don't have Amazon Prime and weren't able to watch it. It was not a situation where Highsmith was carted off the field and was taken to a local hospital, uh, so we'll see. Uh, TJ Watt on the first play from scrimmage, he took a really weird play where Ezekiel Elliott's leg actually got him right in the jaw. Uh, he left the game, obviously went to the blue 10 for a little bit, and then he came back and he finished the game. It's weird. I was, I was telling my wife this morning when she was asking about the game and the kids asked, my kids asked if there were any injuries and I told them about Watt and they, they were up. Some of them were up for that. Nonetheless, it was weird how, and I said this on the post game show, he came back out eventually wearing a visor. Unless something went in his eye, it doesn't make sense that he came back wearing a visor. To me, when he came back wearing a visor, that tells me that he might have some sensitivity to light. And if you have sensitivity to light, that's a clear-cut sign of a con concussion. I hope the Steelers weren't dumb enough to just ignore some of those things. But, hey, I'm not a doctor. Okay, next was Keanu Benton. He, was, uh, he left the game. He got kind of tackled on a, on a, on a, on a screenplay. A lineman kind of tackled him, landed on him funny. I, he was able to come back to the game. I don't know if it was a uh, got the wind knocked out of him or whatnot, but the rookie did leave the game for some time. So there you go. There's the injuries updates. But hey, I want to also share a little fun fact for all you Steeler fans out there on this Friday. You're getting ready for the weekend. You're excited. Hey, let me throw some water on your fire, shall I? Let me do that. Fun fact. You know, the Steelers, the 2023 Pittsburgh Steelers are the first team in NFL history with a winning record to lose back-to-back -back games to teams with losing records. Isn't that fun? That is fun. That's right. The Steelers' last two losses have come to, at that time, two win teams. That's embarrassing for them. Not necessarily us, but it, yeah, it's it's tough for the fan base as well. We got to admit that. No, okay, so let's. Let's, uh, let's rip off the Band-Aid, right? Let's just get it over with. So when I woke up this morning, I was laying in bed, not gotten, I hadn't gotten out of bed yet. I'm thinking to myself, what am I going to talk about? There is a million different, different avenues that I could go down after this game. But what am I going to talk about? What's it going to be? And I was like, there's one song. I, I love music. For those that don't know, I love music. I, I love music and I love funny movies that I watch a million times over. And so I, there was a song that came to my mind and it was one of my favorite classic rock groups. It was it was an Aerosmith lyric. And I, I woke up and it was just a kind of repeat in my head. It's the same old story, the same old song and dance. If you know the song, you know the song is the same old song and dance. Same old story, same old song and dance, my friend. I love that song. Such a good song. Steven Tyler is the man. But anyways, that's exactly what I feel like with the Steelers. This is the same old story and the same old song and dance. We've been here. Five days ago, we were here. I, I felt like as I was writing my winners and losers, I could have just gone back to my previous article copied the entire thing, put it over as a new article, and most people wouldn't even know. They'd say, oh, wow, that's another poor performance. But it feels just like a broken record over and over. And sometimes I feel like that because as someone that covers the football team, you find yourself saying the same things over and over again. But, you know, there's some people out there, and I will say this, there's some media out there, and not just media, there's fans. Fans are going off. They're, they're going out of control. But... There are people out there that are trying to isolate like one 
player. They're trying to push one narrative. And of course, the biggest one is surrounding the quarterback. People are like, well, if Kenny Pickett would have played, but he didn't play, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going down that path, folks, because Kenny Pickett didn't play. The Steelers didn't win. And for, by the way, quick sidebar, spoke to my source yesterday. Uh, if you're thinking Kenny Pickett's coming back in a couple weeks, highly unlikely. The Steelers organization is preparing for him at best, at best, to be ready for the Seattle Seahawks game. That's at best. And they're, they're saying the logical, the logical return date is actually week 18, if that game would even mean anything at this point. So in case you were curious. But you know what? It's not just one player. It's not just one side of the team. It's, you know, it's not the offense. It's not it's special teams. It's, it's all of them. It's all bad. This is all bad. The team is a rudderless chip. For those of you that don't know anything about what that means, it means that if you have a rudder, that's what keeps you going in the direction that you want. It gives you direction. A rudderless ship has no direction. You are literally just a out there on the water. Wherever that current takes you is where you are going. That's what the Steelers feel like. I do the post-game sound article. It runs every, every day after the game at 7.30 a.m. Eastern time. And I put in all the... the, the clips to the press conferences around the locker room. And when you listen to those press conferences, you can just hear how these players and the head coach, they've, I, I get this, this feeling that they've tried everything and it's just not working. Now you can't, you can't take away like injuries. Like no one would have said like, well, Cole Holcomb's going to be done for the year. Quan Alexander is going to be done for the year. Landon Roberts is going to get banged up. You're going to have guys that you signed off the street trying to play inside linebacker. Like no one's saying that that's not somehow some way impacting the outcome of the game. It is. It absolutely is. But this team is just, it's, it's all bad. So please today, whether you're talking to family, friends, coworkers, whatever, or if you're on social media, don't do the whole, well, it all comes down to one guy. You know, it, you want to draw or paint a picture of the offense without Matt Canada, without Kenny Pickett, sure. But let's also remember that they're using the same playbook. It's, it's still Matt Canada's playbook. This is not like uh, Mike Sullivan, Eddie Faulkner, Kenny Pickett, Mitch Trubisky, anyone else that has a say in the organization, Mike Tomlin went into the lab and drew up an entire new playbook. Like that doesn't happen. They didn't do that. So, okay. In that regard, like let, let's spare us all from the singular focus of one player. Like I said, it's a rudderless ship, the coaching staff down to the players, the X's and O's are bad. They are really, really bad. And I was Texting with Kevin Smith this morning, he was asking questions about, you know, or he wasn't asking questions. He was asking about content for the for the website, and I was answering those questions for him. And I was asking about the game, and he was like, you know, I, I he said, I just don't, I feel like they've kind of lost it. He said, I kind of feel like Mike Tomlin for, for the first time, and this is him. So I feel like for the first time, like Mike Tomlin's kind of kind of lost it. Like he's his maybe his message is getting stale. And I was like, wow, that's that's a really damning statement like that's a really damning statement for anyone and so it reminded me of this was on twitter i'm gonna read this to you so this is from steelers takeaways steelers takeaways had tried to have him on the show over the summer and uh he didn't he, he schedules couldn't happen so maybe we'll get him on again but he he does interviews with former players former steelers and he has a book out it's a great book check it out if you haven't 
And he's at Pittsburgh Sport if you want to check him out on, on the social media channels. So here's what he writes. I did an interview recently with former Steelers linebacker Joe Schobert. I'm wondering if this below is part of the issue with the team right now in terms of not being buttoned down. The over-reliance on veterans to keep young players on track. All right, so that was him. Now let's go to the quote from Joe Schobert. Joe Schobert was the linebacker they signed. Uh, he formerly played with, did some damage against us with the Steelers, uh, against the Steelers with the Browns. Here we go, quote. This is from Joe Schobert. The coaching staff was there for such a long time, and they had so many veteran players on that team, way more than anywhere else I'd been. It made for, gr- for good continuity, but it was also less structured because of it. With all of those veteran players, players were expected to be professionals on and off the field, and the coaches didn't take all of their time checking on them every day. They were expected to do everything the right way without all of that governance by the coaches. It could get lax at times, but you were expected to do the work. It wasn't like other places were more structured where they'd expect you to be in certain places like the weight room or fill room at certain times every day. You were expected to be professionals who could figure that out on your own. End quote. Next, the follow-up question was, do you think it was too lax at times? Here is Schobert's comment. For Pittsburgh, it works because of the veteran players there. They had been there for so long. But if it was a bunch of young guys like we had in Cleveland, it would have been a dumpster fire. It was the same defensive scheme for years, too. So as a defensive player that helped, there wasn't a lot of relearning. I think for some of the young guys that got there later, it may have been too lax for them. I'm not sure. End quote. So this was at, this was posted after the Arizona game. And now I feel like it's still relevant after the New England game. And the one thing I keep on thinking about is, Maybe this system that was set up by the Steelers, where it's going to be the veterans that lead the way, they're going to get these young guys on the straight and narrow. Maybe that's the problem. Cam Hayward's a great leader. TJ Watt is, is obviously that vocal voice in the locker room. But what else do they have? I mean, who else? The, the number of players that have even been in a winning playoff game locker room, I think is down to two. Cam Hayward and Chris Boswell. That's it. TJ Watt's been to the playoffs, hasn't won. That's it. So if this team in this locker room that is structured by Mike Tomlin is focused and based around the leadership, kind of taking these young players and molding them, maybe it's not working anymore. Maybe it's not working anymore. And I, I'm going to reference back to Jeffrey Benedict, who was used to be with Steel Curtain Network until he had to step away for family issues. He talked about how the wide receiver room needed a Heinz Ward type leader, someone that could come in and really teach these young, talented receivers how to work, how to train, how to prepare. And they never had that. And that's where Antonio Brown never carried that torch. So you would say that, you know, Heinz Ward, who was there when uh, Antonio Brown was coming in, and San Antonio Holmes, from that point on, it never got passed down. And so then you have this wide receiver room who remember when their, their coach died at training camp, their wide receivers coach. And that was tough for a lot of those players. Uh, it's just really, really telling that quote from Joe Schobert, who was there, who was in the locker room. But, you know, I often ask myself, well, it's kind of like that. It's kind of like the national lampoons quote. Could it get worse? We're on the threshold of hell. Ellen, Could it get worse for the Steelers? 
I think we're seeing now it absolutely could. Not only with injuries, injuries could continue to be a, an issue, but I think we're seeing that, yeah, it, it could actually get worse. It could get worse in terms of players. Uh, you saw this, the, the rebuke in the players, uh, kind of almost, I, I think I, the word I used was mutiny. When the players when right after the Cleveland game, don't think these players don't see that they have some power. And when they have that power, they might start to flex that power. It could get worse. That's a, that's a really scary proposition when you think about it. Really scary. Okay, that's enough for me in the first half. After this break, we're going to come back. We're going to do winners and losers. And stay tuned to the very end for a very special Heart to Heart. We'll be right back. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Two winners and a, a lot of losers. We'll just put it that way. And I'm going to try to go through these as quickly as possible uh, just because I feel like I just did this. And I did. 
I did just do this. It was on Monday after the loss to the Arizona Cardinals. So here we go. Two winners. Alandon Roberts is the winner because the dude's playing with an injured groin, which is difficult. I'm sure he got it shot up, so he was numb. He finishes, and he didn't just play hurt, but he played well. Finishes with six tackles, two solo, one tackle for loss, one sack, one pass defense, and uh, just one quarterback hit. Just really, really great stuff from Alandon Roberts. You see this guy, and he's a veteran. He's been around the block, and he's reckless abandoned. I love the way this guy plays the game. Give me 11 Alandon Roberts on a team, and you won't have any problems at all. But Alandon Roberts, unfortunately, is one of the few bright spots for this team after the uh, the loss to the New England Patriots. Alandon Roberts, he is that guy. If they lose him, they're, they're in serious trouble. And that's why I, I think I tweeted at one point during the game, thank God Alandon Roberts played. If he didn't play, it would have been way, way worse. Let's go to the next winner and the last winner, Miles Killebrew. I ripped Miles Killebrew on Monday. He can't, He had those three special teams penalties. Well, what does he do? As a rebound game, good for him, stat line, he had a punt block. That punt block was huge for the turnaround, the Steelers mounting some semblance of a comeback. Did the comeback end up coming to fruition in terms of completing it? No, it didn't, obviously. But Miles Killebrew's play was absolutely huge. Let's go to the losers. And I'm going to start off with, with Mike Tomlin. And Mike Tomlin is a, is the, the top loser for me. And the stat line is, is that when you go up against Bill Belichick and the Steelers have done this so many times and you can just see, you can visibly see how better prepared the Patriots are compared to the Steelers every time. And when and you see Mike Tomlin get out coached by this guy, it's like on a loop. Yes. The Steelers have beaten the Patriots. Not recently. They lost last year in week two. You go. You have to go back to the Joe Hayden interception game when they beat the Patriots. Um, yeah, it's, it's Bill Belichick. He has not only the, the Steelers number, he has Mike Tomlin's number. And Mike Tomlin, you could probably sense it. You could sense it in the post-game press conference. It, he's, he's left searching. He is searching for answers. It's a bad place to be. Mike Tomlin is the number one person that's going to get the heat from this game from the the heat from the last two games and you you can't say that it's not expected you know you Mike Tomlin probably would never say like well I wouldn't expect the team to be you know upset or anything but yeah the fans are going to be upset they're going to boo they have every right to boo the team looks like hot garbage so Mike Tomlin is the the top loser next loser is Mason Cole he finds himself on the losers list for a second straight game why Three more bad snaps. These weren't, they didn't equate in fumbles. I don't think people realize with the rhythm of the offense, with the rhythm of a play, you don't have the time to take your eyes off of the play, the, the meaning that the players in front of you, the, the defense, what's going on. You don't have that time. And you take your eyes, have to, you have to kind of move, scan, adjust your body to, t- to take a snap. Really difficult. Yeah, we saw Ben Roethlisberger corral a lot of bad snaps in his time, but Mason Coles is back-to-back games now. And it really isn't just back-to-back games. He's been having a pretty poor season to the point that I think center has now skyrocketed up the team needs list. And now we're talking about maybe the Steelers should look at a center in the in day one or day two of the draft in 2024. The next loser is Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky finishes 22 of 35 for 190 yards, a 5.4 average. He did 
scored a touchdown, or he threw a touchdown, ran for a touchdown, and had one interception, was sacked twice, and had a 74.7 rating. And some people might say, Jeff, this is kind of this is kind of uh, nitpicky, isn't it? Putting Mitch Trubisky on there. Like, they didn't lose because of Mitch. Well, Mitch had one interception, but he pro- probably should have had three when you're being honest with yourself. Mitch Trubisky did not look good. Uh, and I said this in the post-game show when it was brought up by a, a live chat or the live chat member, Super Chat, probably donating some money. Well, they said, what did you think of Trubisky? And it was, he, he is what I thought he was going to be. He's on the losers list because I, I want the team to win. But he's not on the losers list because he didn't meet my expectations. My expectations are what I saw. He's going to make some really bad throws. He's going to make some good plays. But ultimately, it's a whole lot of blah. And at a, at a, in a game where if he they just had a couple plays made by the quarterback, probably could have turned the tide. So some people might find it unfair, and I really don't care. Let's go to the offensive line. They're the next loser. They surrendered two sacks, six quarterback hits, only at 88 yards rushing. I'm sorry, 82 yards rushing, not 88, 82 yards rushing. That's my fault. But, you know, it's the offensive line. Some will, again, if you only look at the stat line, if you only look at the box score, you're only going to see one side of this thing. And so a lot of people will say, well, Jeff, they only gave up two sacks. Man, the running the running lanes weren't there, and it's a good defense, mind you. I'm not gonna give credit where it's due, but the offensive line that's been churning out hundred yard rushing games like crazy, they just never got that ground game going. And they tried, they tried to get that ground game going to the tune of let me look real quick, 28 carries. They ran the ball 28 times. So until the second half, when they had to felt they had to throw their way back into the game, offensive line just was below the line. And and again. Mason Cole was a little banged up. Bad snaps. We mentioned that. Isaac Sayamalu was banged up. I don't know. All right, let's go to hot points off turnovers. Mike Tomlin directly pointed to this in his postgame press conference saying, what was the difference in the game? Well, the Patriots got seven on their turnover. We got zero. Mike Tomlin, though, can't point many fingers because he's the one that elected to go for it on a very long fourth and two instead of kicking the field goal. So I don't know who he's really like pointing the finger at other than to himself because he's the one that ultimately makes that decision. But points off turnovers, especially when the interception by Michael Walker gets him into the red zone and you come away with nothing, not anything. That is as deflating as it gets. Okay, next loser's pass defense. Mainly, most of this was in the first half, but still, they allowed Bailey Zappi to go 19 of 28 for 222 yards and three touchdowns. And you could see what Bill Belichick was doing, folks, in case you maybe just aren't looking at the game the same way I am. He knew that the Steelers were going to be stressed at inside linebackers. So early in the game, he is putting Ezekiel Elliott in the flats to stress those inside linebackers. When they adjust, he then says, now we start attacking the middle with the tight end. Hunter Henry starts having... Big throws. Juju Smith-Schuster down the seam. He has a big game, almost 100 yards receiving. This is a team that couldn't move the ball at all last game against the Chargers, and they put up 21 first-half points. The Steelers adjusted some in the second half. They started using more three-safety sets. Minka Fitzpatrick down in the box. Trenton Thompson covering tight ends and things like that, but ultimately, it was too little too late. The adjustments were way too late. They had given up too many points. There you go. The next loser is the Steelers passing offense. They only throw for 182 yards and one touchdown. 
And again, it just never looks fluid. There's no, nothing is in sync. Nothing is in rhythm. Everything is discombobulated. Everything looks, uh, everything looks like it's off. And it's, I can't say it's all because of the quarterback. A lot of it is play calling. This, the play calling in this game, everyone's, oh, Matt Canada's gone. Can we complain about the coordinator? Yes, you can. You can complain about the play calling by Mike Sullivan. You can complain about the plan by Eddie Faulkner. It wasn't good enough. They, the passing offense, especially in the second half when they needed to make plays, oftentimes did not. Next loser is the game plan. The Steelers were outcoached once again. How many times have we seen this where the Steelers are playing a team where you can just tell, you can feel it, that they are not, that they're not going to be on the same level barring some crazy play? The other team is is more prepared. They're playing harder. And if it's not for a TJ Watt strip sack or an interception return for a touchdown or something like that, they're not going to win. That's exactly what it feels like almost on a week-to-week basis in the NFL with the Pittsburgh Steelers. They get outcoached all the time. It's on loop. Same old story, same old song and dance. Okay, the next loser is the third down offense. They finished three for 14. No, that's not a joke, and that's 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 an actual statistic. They finished three for 14. Holy cow, three for 14. I don't need to say anything else. The next loser are the injuries. The bug continues to ravish the Steelers. Uh, thankfully, I guess if there's a thankfully thing, is it Alex Highsmith's injury is not deemed to be, I guess, serious? I don't know. We haven't heard much, but they do have Marcus Golden, who is inactive. He was inactive in the game prior. Uh, just, yeah, at least outside linebacker, they have some depth, I guess. But the injuries keep adding up. The last loser is the officiating. I love nothing more than when I can do a post-game podcast or a winners and losers podcast, and I don't have to mention the flipping officiating. I love it. I actually love it. I think it's great. When I don't have to bring up the officiating, I feel like it's, Yes, we yes, we finally did it, but I, I never get to do that. The the call on Christian Coons, I just don't I know that people were like, well, he he snapped his head up. When you have an NFL rules expert who used to be an official watching these plays saying that's nothing abnormal what he did. He's looking back at the punter and then he looks brings his head up. He didn't snap his head up super fast, but there's always that moment. There's always that play in these games where officiating injects itself, and then by proxy, everyone is questioning the outcome. There's always an issue. That's the stat line. There's always an issue with the officials in this freaking league, and it drives me up a wall. All right. It was a lot of losers. Let's do. Let's finish with a heart-to-heart. All right, let's, let's, uh, we, we need this. I need this. Let's do a heart-to-heart here. So I'm gonna, let's do an advice heart-to-heart. Let me give you some advice out there, Steeler fans, ride or die crew. This weekend, you might be tempted to watch football. And if you want to watch football, like do it and go for it. If you want to get away from it, I get that too. I totally do. But if you're going to do that, I, w- I want to suggest that if you're going to watch football, don't play the comparison game. Just just enjoy watching the game. Like I just like watching football. So I'll, I'll watch games and just, I, I find myself, you know, I don't go to this this realm anymore. It used to be, oh my gosh, well, look at that. Like That guy did this, this, and this, and the Steelers guy did this, this, and this. You are going to put yourself in a mental pretzel. So if you want to watch football, just enjoy it. Just watch the games and 
You know, if you want to do some fantasy stuff, like do some fantasy stuff. If you're a gambler, listen to Pez's picks. Go to that podcast feed, P-E-Z apostrophe S picks, and, and listen to some of that. I co-host that show. It's a lot of fun. But if you want to get away from it, I don't I don't blame you. I really don't. Uh, I, I just hope that on Monday you come back and let's take a let's, let's take a hope for the best approach for the rest of the season. But you know what? It does drive me crazy how when I woke up this morning and it still makes me mad. Like I, I'm not as I don't get as mad as I used to, but it still makes me mad. And it bothers me that it still makes me mad when this team, which I have no control out of in any way, shape or form, like I have no control over how the Steelers play or the end result, how frustrating this team can make me. That's what drives me crazy. And that's more on me than anyone else. Yes, I would hope the Steelers don't make me feel this way, but nonetheless, they do this more than more than they do the opposite, which is have me feeling great. And let's go out and rock the colors and and in Maryland here and shove it in all the Ravens fans faces. Not doing that after losing the back to back two and 10 teams. I'll tell you that right now. Yikes. All right, folks, that does it for me on this Winners and Losers podcast. If you stuck it out all the way through to this point, then you're a diehard. Pat yourself on the back. I appreciate you, every single one of you that's listening. So what's coming up on the Steel Curtain Network is uh, you'll have some content over the weekend. Make sure you check it out if you want. I'll be back on Monday. I might try to get a guest. I don't know. Get get a different perspective. See, uh, see what we can piece together about this team moving forward as they now prepare for a Saturday game in Week 15 against the Indianapolis Colts. It's going to be like a 4-15 start, I think. So uh, buckle up. The road doesn't get easier. It gets more difficult. They just went through the easy part and lost back-to-back games. So, all right, that does it for me. You know how we finished out here, folks. Be safe, be kind, and God bless. Have a great, have a great rest of your weekend. Go watch a Christmas movie. We'll see you on Monday. Let's do it. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.